Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, mmm, mmm content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages. We'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Welcome to the show. I said, I said welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah, no, it's a radio show. It's not a party. No. Alec! No, it's, a, it's a show. Alec! What? What? You did this last week! I can't hear you over the music. What did you say? You did this last week! What? The same cold open where you pretended you're at a party. You did this exact thing last week! Yeah, and? I mean, originality, please! I mean, if the government are going to keep doing it, then I'm just going to keep doing this gag until they stop having secret parties. Oh, so this is satire? Yes! It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. Wizard Radio. Tierra Whack and Stand Up before that, Alesso, Katy Perry's new song from them, When I'm Gone and Hello Afternoon, I'm Alec Feldman, welcome to my little corner of radio, this is what we do every Saturday, between 3 and 5pm it's me and you and songs and we talk about stuff and we have a nice time welcome to it, hope you're good Um, shortly before the time of broadcast this afternoon our internet completely died and I was like, oh that's a bit annoying and I was like, oh, I'll just use data. And our data, or well, my data, <laughs> me and my housemate don't share a phone. My data was also not working. And I was like, oh my God, is this, is this like a conspiracy? Have our internet connections been blocked? Is it an asteroid that's hit a satellite or something? Um, but no, it was just a very momentary blip and we're fine. So the broadcast is saved. What a relief. Um, on the show today got quite a lot for you we're going to pack in a lot so hold tight don't move and pay attention those are my instructions for the next couple of hours um i want to tell you why boris johnson is literally worse than kim jong-un i want to talk to you about an asda delivery man i'm receiving some unfortunate spam emails um i have some statistics for you i've done some scientific research about names i've also done something i was warned never to ever do and i've got a game at 10 past four the game is called because they have to it has to have like a stupid pun based name ear emoji mm, what could that be um you could find out in about an hour's time if you're if you're interested plus music coming up in the next 20 minutes ish or so from skylar and fireboy and ed sheeran that song's good and uh sean mendez new one from him is next after I run you through the worst and the best things in the world this week. It's been a whole seven days on the planet. The Earth's gone around the sun seven days, seven times, I should say. And a lot has happened. I'm, 
bloody hell, a lot has happened. <laughs> a lot has happened. Uh, most of which I probably shouldn't talk about in too much detail, but a lot has happened. How, how are we only two weeks into the year? A lot's going on. Um, but of all the, the terrible things that are going on in the world this week, and trust me, there are, there are a lot, um, I thought I'd target my dislike at something actually quite benign. <laughs> so what's the deal with, with this Wordle thing then? I started seeing it. It was towards the start of the year one or two people putting up tweets with those like green and grey squares and I was like this is a little weird and over the next couple of weeks more and more people were doing it and then then it's sort of like okay this is this is a game it's called Wordle and for some reason when you play Wordle you share the little green and grey blocks arranged in a pattern on Twitter it's been it's been a good couple of weeks now of people doing this and I remember everyone was very annoyed about it the other day for some reason i don't know what um so far i have resisted the urge to google what is wordle and i haven't asked anybody and nobody i know is really getting involved and so i haven't got a clue what it is (laughs) it's been two weeks that i've sort of avoided learning what it is and i sort of feel like at this point i sort of don't want to know you know what i mean i want to see how long i can get by without finding out what wordle actually is like a sort of Whamageddon for January. Um, so I don't know what it is. I don't know if I want to know. I'll probably find out eventually. In about a month's time, I'll probably be playing it. But at the moment, I don't know what it is. And so it's just a bit annoying because everyone's doing it. And the part of me that hates doing what everyone else is doing means I I haven't yet looked into it. So of all the awful things that are happening this week, the worst thing in the world goes to the app Wordle. Um, maybe I should adjust my priorities a little bit. But anyway, um, good things. Good things that are happening in the world this week. There's, there's, uh, there's a few slim pickings, to be honest. But um, I would like to draw your attention to this. I don't really watch Formula One. I'm not interested in it. I think it's quite, quite boring. When I suggested that Formula One was quite boring on Twitter the other week, um, <laughs> I got a fair few Formula One people tweeting me back going, well, actually, it's very interesting and I enjoy it, so shut up. Um, but I, I don't know anything about it. I'm not that interested in it. But this did get my attention. There's a new head of the Aston Martin Formula One team. <laughs> I've just seen on my, my notes I've written Aston Villa, which is a football team in Birmingham. Not not Aston Villa, Aston Martin. Um, they've got a new head of their team, he's like the big boss. His name, Mike Crack. <laughs> Michael Crack, um, he's the new head of the team. And because I'm a child, I find that really funny. So the very best of luck to um, Mike Crack, if he's listening. I hope your tenure passes very smoothly. Um, good luck, Mike Crack. That is one of the best things in the world this week. And the other one, I've said this before, when the, you know the last time it was kicking off about government parties all of a month ago. Even though it's it's horrendous what they've, they've all done, and the fact that they've been doing it every week, and they've had, what's it called, Wine Time Friday. I mean, they, they named it. It had a name. <laughs> Wine Time Fridays. And they've been doing all these parties during the lockdowns when we were all miserable and you know awful people but i am like i said before quite enjoying all the drama of it because we've had we've had a conservative government for 12 years guys it's basically all i can remember i'm a bit bored of it it would be nice to have a have a change and so the more people turn on this lot the the more interesting it is for me so um that i'm quite liking the fact that Every time he thinks he's wriggled out of it, there's something new that hits him, and he's like, "Surprise! We knew about the other party." And <laughs> like, literally, every time I look at the news, there's a new twist in this story. So, like yesterday morning, it was all about they had two parties on the day of Prince Philip's funeral, or the day before, and I was like, "Ooh, that's really bad. How can they come back from this?" And then, literally, a few hours later, it was like, "Oh yeah, and by the way, they had parties literally every week during lockdowns, and they called it Wine Time Friday." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" They keep dropping these grenades and waiting for them to go off. What more is there? Is this when are we going to get to the end? I'm real. I'm going to be kind of sad when they've run out of things. They've like you know told us about all of them. So be like, oh, where, where's all the drama gone? But uh, the the best thing about all of that this week is just all the memes I've been seeing about Sue Gray. 
She's this random civil servant. She's just a, a woman who's been doing a job probably for, for decades. Normal person. And now all of a sudden it's, oh, we need to wait for a Sue Gray's report. And everyone's talking about Sue Gray. She's the most famous Sue on the planet right now. And we can say that with some certainty. So shout out to Sue Gray. I'm enjoying all the memes about her reporting on things. I hope she's enjoying her five minutes in the spotlight. Um, I'm sure she'd be very good friends with Jackie Weaver, actually. Sue Gray. I think they'd get on like a, a house on fire. Anyway, so those are the worst and the best things in the world this week. The worst thing in the world, Wordle. Well, I don't know what it is. Go away. Uh, best thing in the world, the new boss of the Aston Martin F1 team, Mike Crack. And, of course, Sue Gray, who will be reporting shortly. And that's when we can start talking about things properly. Right. Boris Johnson, who I've just been talking about, he's worse than Kim Jong-un. I'll tell you why next, after Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes, it'll be okay, on Wizard Radio with Alec Feldman. Hello. So Boris then, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom at the moment. Um, he's worse than Kim Jong-un. I know that sounds like a really bold, um, dramatic, possibly even ignorant thing to say, but I think he might be. And I will explain to you for why right now. Because there's some, some new pictures out of Kim Jong-un at the moment. And, I mean, look. I I don't want to, like, comment on people's bodies or their shapes or their sizes generally. Because I think, you know, none of my business. It's a very personal thing. All bodies are beautiful. Um, and all that stuff. But I feel like there is a unique public interest in Kim Jong-un. Because the reasons behind all this are very interesting basically kim jong-un's lost a lot of weight you know the man that's in charge of north korea um famously bit of a bit of a larger gentleman um there were rumors that at one point he was so obese that his ankles shattered um him he's lost a load of weight right and, and again i wouldn't normally comment on somebody's body or their size because it's none of my business but the reasoning behind it is actually quite interesting so the reason that he's sort of trimmed down by the way he's he's looking good man i know he's an evil dictator but good on you man well done uh, the reason he's he's done this basically is because all the things he used to eat that he enjoyed eating that would make him a bit of a, a bigger gentleman um can no longer be imported into north korea because of the covid rules so like alcoholic drinks fast food swiss cheese all that stuff that he'd have brought over for himself whilst his people sort of starve. Um, he can't get them anymore because of his own Brexit rule. Not Brexit. <laughs> Covid rules. The, the other one. Because, like, you're not, you're not really allowed into North Korea. They're trying to keep it completely locked down even more than normal because they don't want Covid in North Korea. So uh, they've done a couple of things to ensure that Covid doesn't get in. One of them is obviously severely limiting all the flights that can come in um the other is a shoot on site policy on the south border but let's not uh, dwell on that one for too long uh, the plane thing is interesting because it means obviously all this this swiss cheese and fast food and all that can't be imported into north korea therefore kim jong-un can't eat it therefore he's got in really good shape for 2022 new year new me but that's interesting for a main a big reason i suppose which is that even though he is literally an evil, hypocritical, horrible dictator who's, you know, got fat off Swiss cheese whilst his people starve, um, when it's a, a pandemic and they've locked down the borders, even Kim Jong-un can't get a sneaky little import of Swiss cheese. Even the man who literally sets the rules, this big evil dictator, all-powerful, whatever, he can't get the cheese he likes because of his own rules. Which means that Kim Jong-un is actually following his own rules. Which means, by extension, Kim Jong-un, the evil dictator of North Korea, is therefore not as bad as Boris Johnson, who quite clearly does not follow his own, his own rules. So what does that say about, about the state of the UK and the state of North Korea? If Kim Jong-un is going without his Swiss cheese in the name of his COVID rules and Boris is having, what was it called, wine time Fridays, then we can only conclude that Boris is the worst of the two evils. What a world we live in. Um, I should say 
for clarity's sake, I don't actually think that. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 it makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, right, this is Skylar, hair tie, wizard radio. That's fun. Skylar on hair dye on wizard radio. Saturday afternoon with Alec Feldman. Thanks for hanging out with me. Playing soon. Um, hair, did I say hair dye? I meant hair tie. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Chloe Moriondo on the way. And Fireboy DML and Ed Sheeran playing soon as well. I have had the weirdest supermarket delivery in the history of supermarket deliveries. Uh, I need to tell this with you. Um, I should say, in the interest of transparency, I was not the orderer. I was just sort of jumping on my housemate's order, formerly known as the only other boy, um, many, many years ago, if you're a, a day oneer on this show. Um, he did an order from the shops, and, I mean, it was... It was a bit of a mess, really. It was filled with disappointment. He he was personally devastated that this is, like, the only place he could get lamb and mint Seabrook crisps, and then on the day, they swapped it out for ready-salted. He was gutted about that, um, and that was disappointing for him. He was also annoyed that there were loads of other substitutions. I couldn't get my special hummus. They substituted that, which I was fuming about. Um, but it was all sort of compensated for when they actually delivered it which by the way was was a day later than, than advertised because he gets the call from the guy and all the guy says it's it's the supermarket man and that was all he said um just it's the supermarket man not not in that voice uh, <laughs> and he's like all right and so it was, we, we both went down to unload it and neither of us were quite prepared for what we were greeted with because he gets out of his van and the first thing he says was alright me rasters <laughs> and at this point we're like oh boy here we go um, and it was a man wearing one of those like raster hats I think he had dreadlocks except I'm pretty sure he was from Salford um, and was a white guy and I was like okay this is interesting and he was sort of I'm trying to find our shopping and it was a pretty empty van and she's like where is it mate where, where is this thing this app's bloody broken I can't find your stuff and he was sort of looking around about three different trades because that's all that were left he's like oh there it is there it is mate and then he starts he doesn't get it off he's just like right there it is cool and then he starts going on about revelations like have you read the book of revelations and we're like sorry sorry what like revelations have you read it it's all about it's set in uh, in babylon do you know babylon it's not called babylon anymore it's i think it's iraq um i i'm not sure it is iraq or it might be iran i don't know the exact geography of what used to be babylon but he's, he's going on about the book of revelations and babylon he's like yeah and and they built a tower mate and tried to build a tower and that's why we've all got different languages because of the babylon the tower of babel and now we're all babbling seeing revelations mate read it and we're like um all right all right then uh as as okay can we have our shopping now and he gets the shopping out and keeps going on about Babylonians and the Tower of Babel and Revelations and at one point he starts talking about, I, I didn't fully follow the story, but it was like oh man, and there's this great bit where there's a harlot and she's riding on a, a three-headed dog and the dog's got horns, oh mate you should read it, it's brilliant and again, <laughs> we don't know what to say to this guy, I'm sort of taking the lead and conversing with him to make it slightly less awkward and be like, oh really? How many? Three he three heads you say? Oh okay, right, that's, that's, that's a lot of heads. And he keeps going on, he's like, oh I think you got some other stuff as well, and we're like, oh great, there's more. And he goes around, you know, to get stuff out of the fridge, still babbling on, you see what I did there. And, and he's like, yeah mate. I'm, I'm new to this job, it's my fir first week, and the app's not even working, and oh, it's causing me so much bother. And we and him are both sort of independently thinking, there is absolutely no way that this man is in any fit state to be driving a van. I really don't think so. Whatever he may or may not be on, I don't think he should really be doing this, but whatever. We got our shopping, and 
off we went, um, pretty, pretty sharpish. I departed with a see you later, me brother, in, you know, in the spirit of him and his general vibe. And away we went. And I'm pretty sure I said to my housemate at the time, there is no way on earth that man has ever had any vaccines whatsoever. You could just tell. You could tell. He, he won't have. He won't. Just the impression I got. But what an odd experience. A supermarket delivery by a man who claimed to be a raster, despite the fact he was almost certainly from Salford. Um, I, I do enjoy stuff like that. It's stuff like that that genuinely makes my life. All these weird experiences with... I mean, to put it nicely, total nut jobs <laughs> that you just come across in public and you can have a chat with and you don't really have a clue what's going on, but you just you just enjoy the nonsense and go with it for a little while. I love stuff like that. It's some of my favourite moments in life. And everybody encounters people like this. You probably only once. You'll meet this some random weirdo once, have a chat with them, leave, go, what a complete freak, but you'll remember it because it's so memorable and bizarre and all these weird real life characters that you come across I just think that they are brilliant so this afternoon this is what I'd like to celebrate all the completely ridiculous slightly bonkers people that you come across maybe just the once in day-to-day life or maybe you see them all the time maybe they're kind of like local legends around where you live Please can we celebrate these real life characters on the show this afternoon. If you've got any stories a bit like that one, my raster delivery man, then send them my way, please. My number 07807 183 538. That's 07807 183 538. You can uh, email station at wizardradio.co.uk or get me on the socials at wizardradio, Twitter, Instagram. That's where you can come find me. Tell me about these real-life weirdos that you come across in your life. We'd love to hear about them. Now, a song out of Africa. I've got a mate who went to Ghana recently, and they were like, there's this song that's, like, everywhere, and Ed Sheeran's done a verse on it, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I heard it over here, and I was like, is this the song? And they were like, yeah, this is the song. So this is is good. This is Fireboy, DML, and Ed Sheeran. Song's called Peru. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Mediocre broadcasting since 2017. Wizard Radio playing Chloe Moriondo, Thomas Hedon, Alfie Templeman. That was Dizzy. And my name's Alec Feldman. Hello. New song from Years and Years coming up. Maisie Peters as well before um, 4 p.m. And I told you earlier about a man who delivered our shopping order uh, the other day who claimed to be a raster and had like the dreadlocks and the, the like, is it called a, is it, would you call it a beanie or is that a different type? Of, you know, you know what I mean? And he was obviously a white guy from Salford and we were all like, okay, he was preaching about revelations and the Bible and the devil and all this weird stuff. And I very much enjoyed our brief interaction as we unloaded the shopping. To be fair, he was also really late, which kind of makes sense when you, realized that every person he's been going to he's been doing this same spiel about lucifer and three-headed dogs and stuff um it all makes sense now why it was delivered literally 24 hours late um and i want to hear about all the real life freaks basically <laughs> that we come across in our day to like freaks is mean we love them really you know all these like characters that are proper eccentric when you come across them in your day-to-day life uh, Oscar says, My postman is a right character, Alec. I've lived in the same house since I was born, and he's been the postman my whole life. I actually think it'll be a really sad moment when he retires. I try not to think about it. Anyway, he loves a chat. If you ever have that awkward moment when you're out and about and you're walking and he sees you, boom, 20 minute conversation. You're in one easily. I once caught him talking to my dog through the letterbox because he thought nobody was home. He pried the box open, was just trying to have a legit conversation with the dog, asking if he's a good boy. It was so funny, but yes, very weird. How does that work? If you're a postman, you've got your rounds to do, right? Surely, if you stop and chat with everyone, you'll get really, really behind. How do you have time to deliver all the post before the end of the day? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but he sounds like a fun chap. This, this letterbox thing is weird, though. Are you sure he's not, like... He might be a burglar, but he's playing the really, really long game. So, like, you've known him, what, your whole life? 
he's never burgled you yet, but that's because he's just waiting, waiting for the right opportunity. Whenever that may be, he'll, he'll, he's trying to build up your trust. And then, boom, you've been robbed by Postman Pat, or whatever his name is. And that's what this weird dog conversation thing was about. He was actually, like, peeping through your letterbox, trying to scope you out or get the door open or steal some keys with a fishing rod. But then you showed up, and he's like, oh, uh, whoopsie, I'm just... I'm just talking to your dog. Who's a good boy? Are you a good boy? Yes, you are. <laughs> and all that kind of thing. Just to, you know, try and cover up the fact that he was trying to scope you out for a burglary. Um, I'm sure he's not actually a burglar. I'm sure he's a very nice man. And one of the wonderful people that make life interesting. So shout out to Oscar's postman, who may or may not be called Patrick. Hannah says... Um, the people who used to work in the kitchen at my primary school, they were such characters. I don't know where my school found them. Most of them were missing half their teeth, literally not an exaggeration. And if you took longer than five seconds working out what you wanted to eat, they would start having a go at you, asking you to speed up and say things like, you're not that hungry if you can't decide. And we were like five years old. Uh, there was a rumor that they were on day leave from prison, <laughs> volunteering in the community. And honestly, I believed it. <laughs> I love people like that. I feel like every school's got people like that. Where it's like, where did you, how did they find you? How are you employed here, really? How did you get this job? That's fun. An intimidating dinner. Were they dinner ladies, dinner lads, dinner people, school meal supervisory assistants, whatever you call them. Um, they sound, yeah, very scary. Did they ever sort of smile at you? And you'd go, you know, what what's in this? And they'd go, Mm, special stew and you'd go oh my god this is what happens to the naughty kids they're all in here I'm sure that guy used to be in my class now he's a sausage all that kind of thing yeah I wouldn't get on the wrong side of these dinner ladies and men and people um, they sound like they have a lot of power to well you, you don't know what I think this day release rumor could be could be something <laughs> uh, Jake says there's this old woman who lives on my road, which sounds like the start of like a song. <laughs> there is an old woman who lives on his road, who spends all day, every day, even in the winter, just walking up and down the road with a Zimmer friend. She's probably fitter than me, I always see her out the window walking. She reminds me of Mrs. Go, Mrs. Go to Bed from The Secret Garden. I've also never seen her speak to anyone. So weird. Yes, we have someone like that on my road, at home, in, in London. Um, yeah, we've, we've got the same, like, doing laps of the road with the Zimmer frame. It's always, does she walk in the road? Because that's what the one on my road does. She doesn't walk on the pavement. She will walk in the actual road. Um, I don't, I don't know why. Just one of those things. Again, doesn't really convert with people. We've all just come to, come to accept it. It's just, just one of those things that people do. All part of the, the spice of life, as they say. These people are great. They do make the world a lot more interesting, as much as they can sometimes be slightly freaky. I love, I love genuinely some of the greatest people out there. Right, next, I've got a, a spam problem. I want to tell you about it after years and years new song. This is sooner or later on Wizard Radio. Oh, brilliant. Years and years. Sooner or later on Wizard Radio. I'm Alex Feldman. Hi. Um, I enjoyed Ollie Alexander this week. Um, sort of going great when loads of people complained about his New Year's Day performance for being too sexual and he was just like brilliant job well done let's get 200 complaints next year good on him right coming up Maisie Peters will play what's going on as well um, I've got a problem though a spam problem he's got really bad recently like you know everybody gets a bit of spam mail but it's really ramped up for me over the last I don't know a few months it's, it's stupid like every day there's like multiple spam emails coming through to my spam folder and I I know it's not in my actual inbox but it's still really annoying don't want it there I'm pretty sure the reason that all these weirdos have my email address I've not been doing anything dodgy it's because um, it, uh, there's a website you can use to check whether your like email address has been sort of like hacked basically called haveibeenpwned.com I think it's called and because I signed up to a couple of websites with less than ideal security, um, my email address is now there for all to see and send rubbish to. The irony of all of this, the two, the two websites that it tells me my email address has been like nicked from, 
One of them is Edmodo, which was like a a thing we used at school, like a virtual classroom. Um, so I know a really, really cool way to get your email address nicked. The other, and this was sort of entirely my own fault, was Club Penguin Revisited. <laughs> For goodness sakes. Um, <laughs> so my own fault on that one. But yeah, all these people have my email address. I keep getting spam. And it's stepped up a gear now. Because not only am I getting the usual rubbish about Bitcoin and mail enhancement pills and all that stuff. As of literally today, I have now started receiving spam emails in French. Now, I, I don't speak French, so they're wasting their time. I'm not going to fall for their scam purely because I, I can't understand it. I did get a pretty good grade in my French GCSE. I mean, got, got a nice star, guys, just say it. But that was seven years ago. I don't remember most of it. I mean, we can have a go. There's this one that's come in called La Poste, which I think means The Post. Um, la livraison a échoué. I don't know what that means. Um, something about the the 1st of the 15th, 2022. I mean, there's no 15th month. That might be the 15th of January. There's a big red button. Um, says correction de la livraison. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's perfectly safe to press. Let's, let's bin off that one. This I know what this means. This one says félicitations, which I think means congratulations. And it starts bonjour. En ce moment, nous distribuons ten bonnes à Charles Leclerc. Um, which uh, good morning. At the moment, we're distributing ten something of something something. There are lots of vegetables in the picture. So I think I've won some vegetables. Um, that's that's nice to know in French. Um, cliquez pour confirmer votre participation. I think that means click to confirm your participation. Um, again, that's a no. That's been this one. And oh, this is this is very French. PlayStation Five. Song. PlayStation Five. I think this one is telling me that I've won a PlayStation Five. Uh, but again, there's no way of fully knowing because I, I can't speak French. I could equally have lost a relative in tragic circumstances abroad and be the heir to millions of euros. But again, it's, it's hard to tell. Um, so if anybody has a, a French GCSE that's more up to date than mine and would like to help me sort out my spam folder and tell me what I have or haven't won, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Or should I say, merci beaucoup pour... Um, your cooperation. Uh, yeah, need to do some revision on that one. This is Maisie Peters, and I'm trying on Wizard Radio. Maisie Peters, I'm trying on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Hello, how's it going? Uh, right, it's time for a Saturday afternoon game. The game is called this. What's going on? So if you've never heard this before, I don't know how you haven't been doing it for ages. Basically, I've got a clip that I'm going to play you. The clip is very, very confusing and weird. It has no context to it whatsoever. Your job is to work out what is happening in this clip based purely just off what I'm telling you. That's it. All you can hear is all there is. From that, you've got to use your imagination, use your brain, powers of deduction, reasoning, anything you can think of to try and find out what is actually happening. And then we find out what the real answer is, and it's usually uh, nothing you've guessed. But we all have a good time, and that's what matters. It's about the journey, not the destination. So let's have a listen to today's clip, and we'll we'll go from there. Okay, now that is a bit of a weird one <laughs> this week. That is slightly disturbing. I find that one a bit weird. I don't know why, there's something about the music that's really creepy, but it's also possibly quite difficult because there isn't really a great deal. You've got the music, and I think if you listen extra carefully, you might hear a man going, this is a bit of a giveaway. Actually, you know, I'm not going to say what the man's saying. If you can hear it, then you can hear it, and if you can't, then tough there's a man speaking you can hear it if you listen hard enough 
there's just that really weird, sinister, creepy music, and that's slightly disturbed me. I can say this because I do know what the actual video is. The video is more disturbing. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but the video is more disturbing than the sound, but it is a bit creepy. It sounds like it's like kids TV, but evil. Very, very, very strange. So, if you can work out what's going on in that clip, I'll play it to you again in a second. This is what you do to get involved. You send me a message on 07807 183 538. That's 07807 183 538. That's my number. You can get on Twitter, Instagram, slide into those DMs. It's at WizRadio on there. Or you can email me, station at wizardradio.co.uk. If you think you know what is going on here. Very, very sinister and mysterious. If you've got the answer for what's going on today, send me a message now. 07807 183 538. Try and explain that weird mess if you can. We'll find out the actual answer just before 5 o'clock at the end of the show. Right, on the way, Ellie Golding, a little sort of throwbacky type thing for you, and Juice Whirl and Sugar from BTS as well after we get you updated with all the latest news. It's exactly 4 o'clock. I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. That was Ellie Golding, Diplo Swaley, close to me. And before that, Juice World and Sugar off of BTS with Girl of My Dreams. Hi. Saturday afternoon with me. Coming up, Gail and The Weekends and Taylor Swift. What a star-studded 20 minutes, musically. Um now though have you seen this new feature on facebook messenger if you ever use that i i maintain it's not as good as whatsapp but it does have some cool gimmicks and one of the gimmicks that i've just discovered is that there are now sound effects that accompany certain emojis and so you can send the emoji or you can send the sound effect version and it makes a little noise um for example there's now a a kiss emoji sound Big, wet, sloppy kiss. Thank you very much. Um, that's, that's kind of fun. As a, as a radio person who likes messing around with sound effects, this is kind of up my street. Um, I do I do sort of feel like we've reached peak emoji in a way. Um, I feel like emojis... For me, they're quite a mid-2010s thing. And like they're still there, and people still use them. But actually, I think there are now more emojis than we have any real use for because every year they bring out new ones like if you scroll down the list these days there are emojis i've never seen before in my life and i just i don't think they're really necessary i don't think anybody's using them the only emojis people really use these days you know your standard generic smiley face maybe the the crying ones the crying with laughter ones possibly an angry one and stuff like you know the the shady eyes and the I don't know, the, the 100 thing, if you're in the business of commenting on girls' Instagram pictures, <laughs> that's very much not an emoji I use. But I think we've, we've passed peak emoji. And the emoji movie as well, that was a real, a real low point. I think that's what sort of killed them, to be fair. But they're still, they're still there. We still use them, or at least a very, very small proportion of the ones that are available to you. And now they exist in sound effect form which is quite fun. Some of them are a bit more obvious than others. There's only about, I don't know, 20 that you can actually use. Um, But they're fun enough. And so I thought for the show this afternoon, we could play a little game where I make James Gilmore guess the emoji based on the sound effect that accompanies the emoji. And because I love rubbish puns, I've called it ear emoji because you hear it. You see what I did there, James? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the emoji movie as well because I was as you were talking about peak emoji and all this stuff. I did think actually, I think I think you can look at a lot of global events and tie it to the emoji movie. What else has been caused by the emoji movie? I just think everything wrong with the world. Um, you see, the emoji movie. What year does that came out in 2017? 
shortly after Trump was elected? Or was that 2016? No, he was already president when the Emoji Movie came out. If anything, the Emoji Movie created Trump. Well, you mean, if anything, Trump created the Emoji Movie. Oh, yes. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> I don't... I'm just on the um, Wikipedia page for it, and I don't know what's more disappointing. The fact that it was made, or the fact that it made loads of money. Even though everyone who saw it absolutely slated it. It had a budget of $50 million, but a box office of $217 million. Good lord. Shocked that, emoji for that. Yeah, shock face. Um, all right, shock shall face. we get playing? Let's get playing. So... I'm going to play the sound. You tell me what emoji the sound represents. I tell you whether you're right or not. It's it's how quizzes work. Let's go. Oh, that's hard. That is hard. I'm going to play it again just because I didn't turn the background music off. Here it is. <laughs> that is... That's difficult because that's very dramatic, really. It is very dramatic. But it's not like there's a dramatic emoji face. Well, there's a few, I'd say. I quite enjoy using the one that's like the shocked face with the two hands, like, gasping. Yeah. Or it could be like a weather. Like, it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think you've given it away, though. I think it's shocked face. It's shocked face, but not the one with the two hands. Just the, like, big eyes, wide open (gasps) mouth one. That's really... That's the gasp face, I would say. Okay, so that's a a gasp. Um, This this one should be a bit easier for you. Okay. um, Oh, let's get it. Here it is. That's surely the... I didn't know there was a a fart emoji. Let me... Well, apparently there is. Let me look in my emojis. Which one represents that? wet horrible fart we just heard i mean the closest thing i can think is the poo emoji oh because that you know that would actually make a lot of sense you know poo that's you know yeah yeah, you don't need to explain it it is very self-explanatory but it's wrong it's that it's that cloud you know the one that looks like the little pitch you'd get on an iron um no what no the like the the gust of wind blowing type emoji yeah yeah he's actually apparently supposed to be a fart so there we go oh okay um i I shall leave that for people to think about um okay next one next one all right surely that's like i that's a funny that's a haha yeah yeah, that's the Jimmy Carr emoji. <laughs> the, um, that's like the, um, one of the laughing ones. It sort of is, but it's a weird laughing one. It's not a laughing one I think I've ever used in my life. It's the one. And feel free at home to try and make this pose as I describe it. So you close one eye, you keep the other eye open, and then you sit your tongue out. <laughs> I, see, that, I know, yes. That's yes. the one. That's what that sound represents. Yeah, um, that's a really bad audio representation. It is, but uh, that, yeah, I, I wouldn't match that one, but that's what it is. It's a drum roll, apparently. Okay. Um. All right, next one. Next one, let's hear it. All right. This one, just looking at the sound wave, I don't know what this is going to sound like. Okay. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's a good one. Isn't it? That's that's obvious what that is. That's the birthday cake. That's happy birthday to you. It is. It is the birthday cake. But it could also be the, the one with the guy blowing the little thing. But no, yeah, right. no, but that's... I got that in one. Hole in one. Hole in one. Uh, this one's a bit more abstract, this next one. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Um, I would love to have been in the recording session where they <laughs> recorded that. <laughs> the mmm. Um, okay. You see, at first I was going to say it's like some sort of timer. Because you had the timer thing. The, mm. Like at the beginning. But the mmm is... <laughs> I don't know There's what that is. being enjoyed. Yeah. Maybe, okay. 
Maybe it's trying to differentiate because there's a few different like clock type emojis. Yeah. So maybe it's not the actual clock. Maybe it's like the food. I mean, on my iPhone, there's three in a row. There's a looks like a stopwatch for like a race, a timer for cooking and a clock. And maybe this is for the timer for cooking. It's an interesting guess, but no, it is. You were sort of along the right lines when he said it was for the food. There's no timers involved. It's just it's just a pie. That's what pie sounds like. Tick, 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 tick. Mmm. Mmm. That's stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> a little bit. Okay, I mean, ready for the last one. That made this whole segment lose its kind of intellectual element. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm ready for the final, final one. one. Here we go. I think I know this. Yeah? I think it's subtle, but I think it's the two, um, like, um, like wine glasses, cling-clinging. In a Maya Jama style Uh, I'm afraid you're wrong, actually. Oh! It's not that. All right, wait, let me listen to it again. Let me listen to it again. Okay, I, I thought that because you hear glasses clinging, you hear them say cheers, but it's, it's a, there's a party going on in the background. What emoji Tell could that be? I Any don't guesses? know. Wait, let me... That I'm is gonna obviously... It's go... obviously the 10 Downing Street emoji. Oh, there we go. Okay. There we go. Right. It's all building up to that. All of it. Right. And that that is, wasn't funny. That, that was emoji. Yes, it was. Shut up. And this is Gale, ABC on Wizard Radio. Gale and ABC on Wizard Radio. What a great song. Uh, coming up, new one from The Weeknd. If you haven't heard that yet, I'll play it in a couple of minutes' time. Taylor Swift, Holly Humberstone as well. Um, I would like to present you some scientific research. You know me. I'm a bit of an amateur scientist. I like to do experiments and research in my spare time. And from it, draw wild conclusions that I can't really back up um, and based off this research that I've been doing recently I've been looking into names and I can reveal this afternoon the most popular names in the UK right now for people who are alive and I can do this thanks to a few spare minutes I had this week where I was like hey I wonder what the most popular name in my phone book is I mean, not my actual phone book. I don't have an actual phone book. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the contact bit on my phone. Um, and I was like, well, got nothing else to do. So let's let's have a look and count the names and see what we've got. And, well, the results are, are quite frankly, shocking of this experiment. So, um, obviously, I know a, a lot of people because I'm very, very popular. Mm-hmm. And therefore, this is... A completely representative sample of the whole UK, possibly even the world. And so based off this research, in my contacts book, on my phone, there are seven people called Josh. Uh, tied with Josh, there are seven people called John, or, you know, variants on John, Jonathan, Jono, Johnny, all that. Um, in second place, there are five Jacks. And also tied in second, five Jameses and five Sams. And then shortly behind that, there are four Bens. Um, and then in the sort of the tier of didn't quite make it into the top top six. I've got I've got a few mats. Um, I've got a couple of what have I got? I think I've got a Becky or two. There's there's a few, there's a handful of those. But basically, from this data that I've revealed, I can tell you a number of things about about the UK. Um, one of them is that everyone in the UK is a man because all of the most popular names in my phone are men. That means there are no women because they don't statistically exist in this, this sample size. So that's one thing we've learned. Um, of those men, most of them are called Josh or John, uh, with a few Jacks, Jameses, Sams and Bens thrown in for good measure. And they've all got very specific... Northwest London names, I would say. Um, 
and speaking of uh, James's, I mean, one of the, the five James's is actually here right now. Um, how does it feel to be one of the five? It's weird. I think I know at least one person in each of those names that you, you know. See, everybody knows one because no, no. these are statistically the most popular names in the UK. But if these are the... You're saying, like, no women exist because there are no women names in your list. Yeah. What does that do about you? Because I, I didn't hear an Alec. Hmm. You make an interesting point, James yeah. number four. <laughs> um, Surely I'm James number one. Maybe three at the most. Okay. Are you trying to say that my research is flawed? Because my existence contradicts all of it. Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Are you saying this hasn't been conducted in a proper scientific manner? Well, you do need at least a thousand sample names. How many people do you know? Um, a thousand and one. And did you include the old women who invited you to a birthday party in your research? Uh, I didn't get the chance to get her phone number. Ah, oh, damn it. You had one job! I know. So, so we're saying this this wouldn't yet get approved for publication in any of the UK's leading scientific journals. No, no, no. Not even for peer review. Oh, right. Work in progress then. I'll, I'll get back to the, the drawing board. This is new from the weekend. Everybody is loving this, and that's because it's really good. This is Sacrifice on Wizard Radio. Very nice from the weekend. Sacrifice. This is Wizard Radio. Hello, it's Alec Feldman. Hanging out until 5pm. Hi. Uh, coming up, Taylor Swift, Holly Humberstone, Craig David as well. So what is the one thing that, when you were growing up, you were told to never, ever do? Um, there were probably a few, to be fair, in my upbringing. One of them was never, ever go swimming directly after a meal. I don't think this was specific to my parents. I think that's the sort of advice most people get given, that you, you shouldn't swim after a meal. Uh, nobody ever really explains why. It's just accepted that you shouldn't swim after a meal. And because I don't really challenge authority, I was like, okay, fine. I won't ever swim after a meal then. Fine with me. But I had a couple hours to kill during the week. And I was sort of fed up with the fact that I've done no exercise for months. And it's very much showing. And I was like, right, come on. Do something. Do some kind of exercise. And I was like, right, I'm going to go swimming gonna book the swimming pool and go for a swim um but like the app website thing where you book it um the only slot available was in like 20 minutes time and it was literally just after i'd had lunch and i was like well if i've got to do it i've got to do it i'm gonna go swimming directly after a meal and you know what it turns out it was actually kind of fine nothing terrible happened uh, i didn't get the bends i didn't drown i didn't float excessively like a duck might um it was it was all all right the, the only thing i might have noticed was it was like okay sometimes when i burp i can taste what i had for lunch but i don't think that's necessarily the worst thing in the world it's certainly not a reason to never ever go swimming after a meal so despite what i was told my entire upbringing oh don't go swimming after a meal i did it and everything was fine what else have we been lied to about i don't know but everybody's got something that you, you've sort of been told never ever do this and then you're like one day you're like I'm gonna do it I'm actually gonna I'm gonna do it and you've done it and something has happened or something hasn't happened I want to know how it turned out let's, let's not get too like heavy with this one you know nothing illegal please or dangerous just random little things that you're always told never to do it and then you've gone I'm gonna do it what's happened how did it go for me swimming after a meal was actually quite fine. I didn't really encounter any problems with that. What about you? What have you been told never ever to do? And then you've done it. 07807183538 is my number. Or uh, you can email station at wizardradio.co.uk on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, it's at wizardradio on there. What have you been, what have you done that you were told never to do? And then you've done it. Let me know. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll read some of these out in a few minutes' time. After I play Holly Humberstone and the song by Taylor Swift and Phoebe Bridges. Now, obviously, you know, everyone knows Taylor Swift. She's one of the biggest pop stars in the world. But Phoebe Bridges, not quite up there on Taylor Swift levels of stardom. 
yet. So, what I thought I would do, just to help you get to know her a little bit better, is do some research. I've been in the library all week to find out more about Phoebe Bridges, and here is everything I've learned, which is completely true, by the way, in 60 seconds. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Phoebe Bridges falling down, falling down, falling down. Phoebe Bridges falling down, my fair lady. Not to be confused with Tower Bridges, which is the one that opens and closes. Phoebe Bridges is actually a singer, and as a result, no boats can pass through or under her unless they're really small. Obviously, she's a singer and stuff, but more interesting to me, personally, is the fact that she's dating one of the stars of the TV series Normal People. It's not Daisy Edgar-Jones, who was Marianne. It's not Paul Mescal either, who was Connell. She's actually in a relationship with Connell's chain, the prop worn by Paul slash Connell for the entirety of the show. She first became aware of it after seeing it appear on her Instagram for you page. She was like, oh, I like the look of that. Slid into the chain's DMs and then they started dating. She's also obsessed with the festival Halloween, refusing to take down her decorations all year round, even going trick or treating in her neighborhood on the 31st of every month that has a 31st in it. And that is Phoebe Bridges in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. Wizard Radio playing Holly Humberstone and Friendly Fire before that. Taylor Swift, Phoebe Bridges, and nothing new. I'm Alec Feldman. Hi, thanks for hanging out with me on a Saturday afternoon. Craig David, m and coming up, and Ed Sheeran. The answers to what's going on as well, if you're waiting for those, only a few minutes away. Uh, first, talking about the things that you were always told as a child that you were forbidden from doing you should never ever do them and then you've done them and it was actually kind of fine or not maybe it was maybe it was a disaster i went swimming after a meal and encountered no problems whatsoever but what about you ollie (laughs) this sent a great message i live in what i would call a fish and chips family basically we're, we're very meat and potatoes people you know what i mean I sort yeah sort of whenever we have dinner as a family there's always some pickled cucumbers and pickled onions on the table for the offing because you know we actually like each other the rule growing up has always been that you cannot eat more than one pickle with dinner that that is just the rule i don't know why it exists but you might as well spit in my mother's face if you took two pickles and you know what i'm a big pickle fan so one day i did it just wasn't worth it yes it was lovely. Maybe I'd do it in private. But for the disrespect it caused, I see why the rule is in place. Wow. That's that's intense. I want to know what happened. That He doesn't really tell me. But I, wa- I want to know. So you took the, the second pickle. You're like, please, please, governor. Can I have a second pickle? Or do you just, you just take it? And they're all like, <gasps> what's Ollie just done? You're no son of mine. As you munch on your your pickle number two of the night. (laughs) So, the lesson here from Ollie's tragic pickle-based tale is that you should should never do the thing that you've been told never to ever do. You should just accept it blindly because the grief of breaking that rule is not worth it. Okay, fine. No second pickles for me. Taylor says, in my house, it is forbidden to eat any sort of dairy, milk, cheese, yogurt, you, you name it, uh, before going to bed. Say you're hungry, you wanted a yogurt or cereal with milk before bed. That would simply not be allowed. My mum always told me that if you did have dairy before bed, you'd get nightmares, and I always believed her. And then one day, I did it by accident. I had a yogurt. Then I felt tired. I fell asleep. And you know what, Alec? Nothing happened. I didn't have nightmares, it was completely normal, and nothing bad at all happened. I feel like I've been lied to my whole life. You know what? I don't know whether this is completely true, whether there's a grain of truth in it, or whether it's just some weird trope that's come from cartoon shows on the telly. The whole eating cheese before bed thing will give you nightmares. Where has that actually come from? Is it just used on, like, cartoons and kids' comedy shows? For when they have like a weird sort of Halloween-y spooky episode where everything is all upside down. And then at the end they're like, oh, it was all a dream. Oh, I shouldn't have had that cheese before bed. <laughs> is it real? Because I, I don't think I've ever had 
cheese directly before bed, mainly because I don't really like cheese, but like, surely that doesn't extend to all dairy. I refuse to believe it does. Like, you could eat, like, people drink warm milk before bed. That's like a, a known thing, you'd have like warm milk and a cookie. That's not, that's not gonna give you nightmares. Or, um, yogurt. I've never heard of yogurt giving you nightmares. Well, there's nothing scary about yogurt. I think this is a load of nonsense, Taylor. I think your mum's having you on. Well done for breaking free from her lactose-controlling ways. Um, hi to Betty as well. Hello, Betty. Um, I can't actually explain this. My mum doesn't believe in washing jeans. If you ask her why, she'll literally say, I don't believe you should wash jeans. It's bad for them. This makes zero sense at all. I don't know why we should treat jeans any differently to any other article of clothing, but my mum does. Once my parents went on holiday, they left me and my brother alone, so I did wash my jeans. And guess what? Guess what? Only one thing changed. They were clean. <laughs> I told her about it when she got back off holiday, and she was upset with me for wasting the washing machine water on jeans. What is this madness? <laughs> you know what? I've heard this one before as well, but I again, I don't believe in it because... All, okay, the jeans companies like Levi's, for example, who make very expensive jeans, they say, yeah, you know, you don't need to wash them. It's bad for the color. They sort of, you know, they breathe themselves. It's all natural, self-cleaning, whatever. Um, but, like, my jeans do start to smell. If I wear them for a few weeks, my jeans do start getting a bit stinky and sweaty. I, I believe that you do need to wash jeans. And also, I'm quite a messy eater. They do get quite a lot of stains from, like, tomato sauce and stuff. So... It is a load of nonsense, Benny. You were right to break free. Your mum is nuts. And one day I hope you can wash your jeans in peace. Use as much water as you'd like. Thank you for these. You are all such rebels. Um, you know, break free from the, the shackles with which you are living your lives. Right, what's going on is coming up after Craig David, M&EK. This is Who You Are on Wizard Radio. Craig David, M&EK, Who You Are... Wizard Radio on a Saturday afternoon. Time for What's Going On? So it's a bit of a disturbing one this week. I played you a clip earlier on, and all you have to do is work out what the clip is actually of. Because I don't tell you the context, it's just a bit mysterious, a bit random, quite chaotic, and this week kind of spooky. Um, your job is to fill in the blanks, work out what is actually happening. This is what it sounded like this week. <laughs> like I said, very spooky. Sounds like a nightmarish version of kids TV to be honest but that that's the clip that's what you have to work out just that weird spooky music and I think you can hear in the background someone going my name is Boris which is a bit of a, a clue potentially let's see what guesses we've had in uh, Stefan says is this a clip from a squid game themed party imagine everybody dressed in those outfits there's money hanging from the ceiling in a piggy bank loud thumping dance music and then there's a guy's voice reminding people that they are in fact in squid game and if they stop dancing they will be shot and killed that's the vibe it's giving me you know what stefan you're not i mean you're wrong that's not the answer but i could totally imagine that that does fit that weird music perfectly perfectly it's yeah it's quite upsetting really so not a bad guess uh, danny says this sounds like a really bad warehouse party. There's an echo. Definitely sounds like it's indoors. And it's like club music that's playing. But I can't figure out what the man is saying and why the music keeps cutting out. You know when someone's playing music from their phone on a Bluetooth speaker? The music just cuts out a bit because they walk too far away with their phone. That's what it sounds like. Maybe this is just a really bad low-rent warehouse party with a guy playing music from his phone who keeps walking too far away from the speakers. Mmm. -mm. You know what? There are some bits of that that I, I would like to sort of pick out and take forward. Um, specifically the bit about the Bluetooth speaker, the music from the phone, and the, yeah, the cutting out because the guy keeps walking too far away. That bit is potentially of interest to us this afternoon, but um, it's not indoors. It is outdoors, so I don't know what the echo is, but it's not oh, like a warehouse party. 
um, Danny sounds like someone who's been to a lot of warehouse parties. <laughs> I have never been to a warehouse party, but... Uh, yeah, you're not a million miles away. There is music being played off like a speaker. That is the key bit of your message that is interesting. And Robbie says, I know what this is, Alec. It's a video of the, uh, the, the wine and cheese work party at Downing Street the day before Prince Philip's funeral. If you ever wondered what a party with loads of politicians sounds like, this is it. Oh, that's terrifying. I never want to go to one. <laughs> that's not... You know what? It sort of is the right answer in a weird roundabout kind of way. So, <laughs> what's going on this week? Nobody's got it completely right, so I'm going to tell it to you. It's this protest that happened yesterday in Whitehall in London. Uh, is Whitehall? Yeah, or just outside Downing Street, where hundreds of people with suits and Union Jack flags were gathered. And this sounds like it's like a right-wing protest demo with like fascists and stuff, but on this occasion, it's not. They've all got masks on face masks not the covid kind they've all got messy blonde wigs on because they're all pretending to be boris johnson basically they've got some of them have like drinks or suitcases full of wine they're all stood there dancing in the middle of in the middle of london um going i'm boris johnson this is a work meeting and so that's what the what's going on clip is this week it's people pretending to be boris johnson having a work meeting, listening to some, frankly, disturbing music. Uh, that's enough to give you nightmares for the rest of the week, whether or not you have cheese before bed. And with that, I'm going to leave you. Thanks for listening this afternoon. Back to it next week on the weekly mixtape on Friday and then here on Saturday. So do come hang out with me if you fancy. And there's a podcast. Don't forget Alec Feldman, the podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts from. Miles is up next with Ian Dior on the show after Ed Sheeran, Overpass Graffiti on Wizard Radio. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.